This is the Horse Talk Show Podcast with Louisa Barton. This live stream is sponsored by Larson Farms, Idaho's finest alfalfa. For the best hay all year long, get Larson Farms. From a single bale to a train load, Larson Farms has all the hay you need. Welcome to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton, and I have some special guests in the studio with me today. I have Tim Palmer. Nice, nice to have you here. Lauren Barwick. Nice to be here today. Candice King. Hello. And this guy, I can't remember his name. Cliff Chatsuni <laughs> here in the studio. We actually have a studio full uh, today, which is wonderful. And we're broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. Thank you to Larson's Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. Going to start off with a little bit of news. Uh, officials at the World Equestrian Center did confirm nine cases of equine influenza at the Wilmington, Ohio location, unfortunately. Uh, that was discovered on February the 15th. This comes actually after three horses tested positive on February 13th, and I did report that uh, last week on the show. Uh, they are currently isolated at the World Equestrian Center Veterinary Clinic in various stages of recovery. So that's just a heads up there at World Equestrian Center in Ohio. Um, we've actually got a little video that Cody's gonna put up on the screen for us. It's kind of, um, at first it's a little concerning, especially if you're a horse lover, uh, but the, uh, the end of this story is rather nice. So I'm gonna get Cody to uh, put this up on the screen here. Uh, these horses are in good shape after an icy plunge. Uh, they're enormous, uh, Clydesdales, gorgeous big gentle beasts. I'm glad we don't have any of that sort of stuff wow. here to fall into wow but that must have been cold for those poor babies and this was in hamilton township monroe county uh, really that has to have been really cold now those boys are big uh they've got some meat on their bones which is good i'm sure that was well, on their side yes. uh, they're little frail guys which is pretty good um but the good news is they were rescued and um they are recovering and doing very well. Apparently, they're being monitored very closely by the veterinary. I love seeing that. That teared me up when I saw that video. I said, oh, look, everybody's rubbing them oh, down with help. towels. <laughs> I thought that was really, uh, it was good. That was good news. I saw that, that and I said, oh. It's a good story. Yeah, and apparently they're doing very well. But and that's just something to really be aware of right now with all the weather we're having across the country as far as snow and ice, you know, pay attention to where you're riding um, because, uh, you know, you one minute you might be on snow and the next minute you might be headed across an icy pond and not even realize it so uh, and those guys fell in and i guess they're a little heavy so they probably broke the ice fairly <laughs> quick yeah. no no heavy jokes mm. um, <laughs> we're kind of watching closely at the moment as we are on the derby trail the first saturday in may of course is the kentucky derby and we're starting to closely watch all the ocala marion county connections to the race uh, the very popular horse right now game winner um, who is number one on steve haskins derby dozen uh, was trained here by jeff kirk in ocala so we'll be watching him very closely normally between 15 and 18 of the horses that hit the starting gate for the derby had their training right here in ocala with our trainers so we're pretty excited to uh, keep you up to date on those as we get 
closer and closer towards the Derby. And uh, Bob Baffert actually has two in the March 9th San Felipe Stake. Stakes. I think those are his uh, his two favourites for the Derby this year. So it'll be interesting to see which one of those uh, wins that race as we start to look at the Derby points and get closer and closer. We'll be bringing you lots of interviews and lots of coverage about all of that. A big deal coming up, March the 7th. We were talking about the parade. Yes. It's pretty exciting. This is the third year that we have had about 35 horses downtown. It's going to be pretty exciting. We close the streets and uh, we'll have Chester Weber, our Grand Marshal, opening the parade up uh, with the Grandview Clydesdales. They're, of course, our Ocala Hitch. They had a very successful Grandview Invitational, the first draft show in Florida in 20 years. Incredible. No seats left in the stands. It was a wonderful event. And they will open up the parade with Chester Weber driving. And that'll be followed by a couple of hitches. And then after that, we're going to have 27 breeds so far uh, that we'll showcase around the square for the audience. Also, all the Live Oak International riders and drivers will be walking the streets downtown with flags from a variety of different nations. I think about 19 nations will be represented that evening. So there's going to be a vendor village. Tack Shack's going to be there with Horse Capital of the World Souvenirs. You know, they even make a shot glass that says Horse Capital of the World. <laughs> Might have to get one. Yeah, I've got some in my Might office. Um, I'll, I'll make sure you get one. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and so there'll be a lot of souvenirs, T-shirts and all kinds of things you can get. There'll be a lot of food and drinks and uh, all kinds of fun entertainment. There's also going to be a kind of a step up and get your photo taken with a horse area. So you can come and do a selfie or get a photo with your family. I think we're going to have the tallest and shortest horse in Marion County um, and, uh, and a couple of other breeds that you can, uh, you can meet and greet. Prince Charming is going to be there. He's a um, horse. <laughs> Big I'm about to say I'm right here right now. He's right here right now. <laughs> good one, Tim. Yeah, very good. Prince Charming's in the studio. Uh, it should be a very exciting, uh, exciting night for the, both for the riders and drivers competing and also, of course, for all the horse owners that are very happy to show off uh, all the breeds of horses that uh, we have in this area. And it's, it's huge when you we think of what we have, yes. you know, as far as breeds here is incredible. People, a lot of times you think about thoroughbreds and warm bloods and quarter horses, and you don't think about some of the amazing and different breeds. We have Westphalian, Welsh Pony, Norwegian Fjord. You have a Norwegian Fjord? We do. I didn't know that. Yes. Yeah. What do you do with that one? You don't chase cows with that one. He you? belongs to a really great client of ours, and he he's, he is like our mascot. Mm -hmm. He kind of is the heart of the barn. Yes, he really? is. Really? Yep. Yes. The, you know, I had never seen one except in pictures. I'd never seen one in, you know, in real life until I saw the one in the parade, and they're really yeah. cute. They're really neat horses. He can jump, do dressage. Yeah. Great character. Just they're awesome really character. character. Mom proof. Yeah. You know, he's a four-year-old stud, and he's just... Cool, really Four cool. Old stud, yep. And he's yeah. jumping around, and yes, he's very. He's That's really yeah, neat. Really neat. Yeah, there's a lot to be said. You know, the gypsy vanners are a lot like that. Yes, too. very similar. They're like mm. very solid. Good you, character. They do. Good yep. Yes, yeah. they do. They're smart. They're easy. They're they're okay. social too. They're social. Yeah. We've had two in for training recently for a therapeutic center, and they're like, my husband's like, they're the easiest thing I've ever trained. How they're lovely. Yes. Yeah. I think the gypsies from Dennis Thompson, Gypsy Gold Farm, was on the show last week. And uh, he was talking about the way the gypsies, you know, really worked on that. That was what they, they, they had to have a good traveling horse that they could 
do anything with and go anywhere, yeah. you know, and, and they had to have that. So I think that they bred that in little yeah. by little, you know, every generation, I think. And, and even since they've come here, because they haven't gone everywhere, they've been very selective in their, <laughs> you know, in their breeding. I think that they've really kept a lot of those qualities because all of Dennis's horses are yeah. just do anything with them. Good genetics go a long way. Yes, they yeah. do. And they're in the parade too. <laughs> we have Gypsy Vanners in the parade. Yeah, we have a, a, a phenomenal um, variety of horses. We might have a cracker horse. We're working on Icelandics and Tennessee Walkers. We have Missouri Fox Trotters. But there are a lot of them are going to be in costume. Oh, and the little Welsh Pony and Westphalian are going to have the little riders on them in their little That's jumping. Great. Oh, super. That's get, get up and they're going to actually perfect. ride them and they're super. The little kids are so excited <laughs> about. Yeah. So it's going to be a wonderful, wonderful event and, uh, and really exciting. And it's free admission and you can come downtown and enjoy the Vendor Village and watch the parade and then go for dinner and drinks on the square. And, and I'm trying to talk these guys into being in the parade. <laughs> <laughs> it might happen. It might, might. happen. It I'm working on it. I'm not going to. I'm not going to give up. Um, we have got a great show lined up for you. We're going to be talking to um, Candice and Cliff in the next couple of segments a little bit about what's going on with them. They have some pretty exciting lives. Um, Candice King, of course, is one of the top uh, Grand Prix equestrians in the world, and uh, Cliff is. Uh, oh, Believe it or not, he looks all cowboy, but he jumps too. And uh, as well as uh, I went to round up some cows on Monday, and there they were. <laughs> popped in after recovering from a night out at the beach. <laughs> they were late. Beach they were excused. Yeah. <laughs> and um, so they actually do a variety of things. And they do a lot of training, and they work with a lot of young horses, which is great. Um, Cliff does some colt starting. And Candice works with a lot of very young horses uh, and brings them up and along. And she's actually worked in her life with some very challenging younger horses and um, not ever really been on the made horse until later on. So she's had a lot of, uh, a lot of experience in that. So that's a, a wonderful thing. We're going to talk to her. And they brought their friend along, <laughs> their cowboy <laughs> along here, uh, to talk a little bit about bareback riding, yeah. which I think is pretty exciting. And then joining us, we have Lauren Barwick, and she's going to tell us what it's like to be a Paralympian. And she's had incredible success and overcome so many things. So I'm very excited to talk to her and maybe encourage other people to get started and carry on and be strong and be successful. And then we might have Andre Tima joining us. He <laughs> said he was coming. We'll see. And then we'll wrap it up with Jessica Lynn from Edsong Ranch. So please stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We'll be right back. leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida Trust. Trust, Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Serving Ocala, Florida since 1981, Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. 
DAC Vitamins and Minerals has been making a world of difference for 35 years. Do you know what sets DAC apart? We use chelation minerals from Alltech, which allows for better absorption. DAC is the only supplement company Alltech provides ingredients for. We have our nutritionist, Performance Force Nutrition, NASP, which is the quality seal, which guarantees our products and ensures our use of quality ingredients. DAC gives you a guaranteed analysis in every one ounce scoop, a 60 day money back guarantee. Doesn't your partner deserve the best? Visit feeddac.com. The Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made halters, race packs, stall guards, exercise saddles, dog collars, whips, shanks, stall drapes, keychains, belts, and more. Personalize your items with on-site embroidery and engraving. We also offer on-site pack and blanket repair and $10 blanket wash. Come see us on Southwest 60th Avenue or visit TaxShackOcala.com. We're the champions shop. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio with me today, I have Tim Palmer, Lauren Barwick, Candice King, and Cliff Shep Jr. And we are going to talk a little bit uh, to start with about Candice's career. Uh, she is a world-class Grand Prix show jumper. She's garnered FEI titles and awards, <coughs> and um, she's pretty well known in the show jumping world. She's probably kicked Andre Tima's butt a few times, <laughs> um, which we all want to do. <laughs> Hopefully he's not. Not in the million, though. <laughs> not in the million. million. Candice, let's start with you a little bit. Tell us a little bit. I know that you rode some more difficult ponies growing up and horses, and that kind of gave you a lot of your experience, but you're mixing... What I love the most is the mixing up of the disciplines. That's one of the reasons we do the parades, to get everybody together with yes. different breeds and, and to be friendly with each other. That's and you right. two have got this great thing going where you do a little bit of chasing cows and, uh, and then some show jumping yeah. and then you compete at some super high levels. Talk to us a little bit about that. Well, I kind of grew up doing that as I started with cow horses with my parents and at six years old, I couldn't compete. In, the, in those competitions. So I was getting bored with the pleasure and trail. So I got to have an English lesson and kind of the rest is history. But I had, as a kid, I had two um, Appaloosas that were my junior jumpers and we kept them at home and we didn't have jumps at home. So my dad and I would take them to the cattle and work them on the cattle to keep them fit in between the competitions. And um, both of them took me to big national success and um, the pre-estates at Harrisburg, Pennsylvania and Washington, D.C. and Devon. So um, I jumped a 6'3 wall at 14 years old. Who is that I'm one of them, so yes. So they they really and and we did work them on cattle. So that was that's always been. So I've kind of gone back to my roots being with Cliff. Is you know we kind of encompassed utilizing all around horsemanship for these horses, and we get sent a lot of um, 
he gets sent a lot of colts to start and then we get sent a lot of horses that are having some issues at the show ring for the competition and and it's usually lack of confidence and so for our big thing is to do an all-around training of them to get that confidence back so that they can go back to their job and be successful isn't that nice that you can put that really good horsemanship in there with yes. Um, something that we find lacking in in many especially with the younger riders you know that come into the show ring and they can compete mm -hmm. but they can't ride a horse on a trail right. correct mm -hmm. they you know they, they don't know dare. how to put a bridle on no right yes, correct i know so that's and a big piece for us yeah that's huge and that's so important i think that that's missing and i think we in this sort of age of technology and this younger generation coming up now, we see an awful lot of people who just don't even know like the basics. They can get on and look pretty and yep. ride, and they can even win yes. on a good horse. But when it, they get out of the show ring, they're just lost. They couldn't load a horse in a trailer. Know what it needs to eat. Yeah. Know what it, yeah, probably maybe not muck to stall, yes. <laughs> you know, and not really had that hands-on. No, very correct. And it's so, to me, I think it's so important. I remember taking a trail ride out of some friends of my daughter's long time, but a few years back. And I, the, the kids and the horses, they brought a couple of ponies that were, you know, in the show ring. The ponies were terrified and the riders were terrified. And I'm like, yes. look, I know I'm scary <laughs> on the trail, but, uh, and I know I get lost. I got a reputation for not being able to find my way back, but don't panic, you know, and they were like this. Yeah, frozen. They looked absolutely they were frozen. like, yeah. They were giving me that Miss you Louisa. took them out of their comfort yes, zone. Yes, yes, but they need, I think that that, that crossover is so important. Yes. To me, I just think it's key to being all round good, you know. Mm -hmm. Your thoughts? Yeah, I think uh, for us, really, if we were to sum up our program in one word, it's that versatility is the key. I mean, we take t cow horses and teach them how to jump little jumps and obstacles and things like that. We take jumpers and we go out and work cows on them and trail ride them. Um, you know, I really feel like through versatility, you build confidence, um, through versatility, you're teaching horses about, you're letting them know that you know where their feet are and what their feet are doing and that you have control of those feet. And, uh, through that, you're, you're just building a horse that's really confident in himself and he's confident in his rider. And, uh, the biggest trick teaching horses is easy. It's teaching the riders sometimes yes. to I hear that more often than not. Yes. Right. Help, helping riders to wrap their mind around that, like, Hey, all the stuff we do to warm up our horses to soften their bodies, soften their minds, soften their feet, it, it works. Like it, it really carries over and it's not something you do once or twice and then forget about and go jump, jump, after jump. It's something that if you keep that as part of your program, these horses are going to get better and better and better. Um, so that's, that's the really important part to us. Now talk to me a little bit about the cows. Well, that was my first experience. And, and I have to say that I ride a Tennessee Walker who's 33. And when I first moved to America, I didn't even know what a Tennessee Walker was. I fell in love with his face. He had these eyes and, and he's not the prettiest horse I've ever owned in my life. Not at all. But I fell in love with him and that was it. <laughs> and I had to have him and I didn't even know what he was. And I rode him bareback only before I bought him. <laughs> and I've had him for 26 years. Wow. That's great. Yes. So since I moved to America and um, he's, in December, I took him to the beach and we rode for six miles. That's and great. He's 33. Yeah. So he's doing really good. It's awesome. But it, it, I didn't realize until I rode the other day how gosh darn lazy I am. <laughs> <laughs> I get on, I lean forward a little tiny bit and he knows that means go. And then I sit down really deep in the saddle and then he knows that means running walk. And then I sit back in the saddle a little bit and he knows that means I want to stop unless someone's trying to pass him. And then he needs probably some real 
work. If he had been a <laughs> thoroughbred, he would have won the Triple Crown because he's still no other horse is allowed to get by him. That's funny. Uh, that's the only time he's really naughty, and then I just give up and enjoy it. But um, but I was thinking on Monday when I was there with with you guys riding. I'm like. Oh, tomorrow I'm going to hurt. I have been one lazy person. I just sit up there and don't do a darn thing. And Pat Pirelli is like, don't kick. And I'm thinking, yeah, but I'm used to a horse that just goes. I feel like I'm going backwards. I mean, I felt like I was going backwards. I'm like, this is so slow. What is going on? I felt like kicking. Then he's like, no. And I'm like, oh, I just... If I did that to Sonny, I would be back in England. <laughs> I'm not in even kidding. Yes. <laughs> so for me, that was a whole like, yeah. you know, uh, uh, years yeah. and years of being like really lazy and just sitting there and doing absolutely nothing, you know, yeah. like sure. just sitting there. So that was fun, though. Yeah. And a whole like new experience for me. I've never gone and out there. And, it's it's definitely a lot of fun. I actually, for me, before... Before I really started training, I, I cowboyed for years for a living. And, and by cowboy, I, I worked in basically cow camps that were several miles down dirt roads in the middle of nowhere. Didn't get to town, you know, but once a month maybe. And uh, my day revolved around starting colts and going out and working cows. Um, but, but from that, the big takeaway was that I was taking these young horses that had hardly been handled. And by giving them a job working cattle, they developed really quickly and they got a lot of confidence and because we put them in positions where we needed to get a job done and you had to have this fine balance of maintaining your horsemanship but also getting the job done otherwise right. you're not going to have a job yourself um, these horses just developed rapidly they, they did really well and that's something that i kind of brought back and said you know if we can apply this to the hunter jumper world the dressage world and and add a little of that to it man we can really make some good horses and so that's been our goal since then. That's really you know. cool. And and, and it was, I really enjoyed it. I mean, what a lovely... And Edward, my son, was so out of his comfort zone to start with. He was like... He did awesome. Think, he was great. I think, I think he was super. I think yeah. we should yeah, leave. Did. And like, yeah, I, no. I know what to do. Yeah, he I got said, nervous. Yeah, I said, it's right. okay. I said, well, you want to leave? We can leave anytime you want. Well, okay, then I'll try it for a few minutes. And if I'd have said no, we have to stay, yeah. he would have gone, oh, no. Yeah, he did a great job. Did he love it? Yeah, that was He super. had such a good time. He was like, oh, yeah, this is great fun. You know, he has cows anyway with yeah. his dad, yeah. so yeah. He's, he's used to being on foot. Now he's found that there's a better way to do it. To do it with the horses. Way. It's way easier with horses. Yeah. <laughs> I know. He but, does it on foot all the time. They sort them and separate them and move them and deworm them. Yeah. But there's, I, an old, there's an old cowboy saying that said, uh, a man, a man on foot is no man at all unless his horse is named Foot. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's a good one. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. And and yeah, and that was just a real good experience for everybody. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a, I think it's awesome that you do, you guys both do both. I mean, yeah, to me, fun. I just think that and whole. Last year we helped Pat with his um, young ones and we, he, they roped and uh, we, the girls, we were branding them and tagging them and yeah, doing all that with them on the ground. And yeah, really? it was fun. Yeah, it was a good thing. I would love to do it that. It was good fun. It's a lot of fun. I would actually learn, love to learn to rope. I really we would. Yeah, went I would. to Montana and moved uh, about 300 head. <sighs> about eight or nine miles through down through a town and up through oh, a okay, river. Oh, that I really want to do. It was pretty exciting. Oh, that has to be an amazing yeah. experience. It is. It is. We have to take a break, but um, we're going to come back. I'm going to talk to Tim Palmer a little bit um, about bareback riding. If you'll stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. We'll be back in a few minutes. Trust the 
Equine Veterinary Hospital, the leading thoroughbred horse farms of Marion County, Florida, Trust. Trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Serving Ocala, Florida since 1981, Peterson and Smith provides state-of-the-art and leading veterinary care to meet every horse owner's needs, whether it's one horse or hundreds. We specialize in sports medicine, surgery, reproduction, and general medicine, and have the largest ambulatory fleet in the southeastern United States. The most successful thoroughbred farms in Marion County trust Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. Shouldn't you? Visit us at petersonsmith.com. DAC Vitamins and Minerals has been making a world of difference for 35 years. Do you know what sets DAC apart? We use chelation minerals from Alltech, which allows for better absorption. DAC is the only supplement company Alltech provides ingredients for. We have our nutritionist, Performance Horse Nutrition, NASP, which is the quality seal, which guarantees our products and ensures our use of quality ingredients. DAC gives you a guaranteed analysis in every one-ounce scoop, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Doesn't your partner deserve the best? Visit FeedDAC.com. The Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made racing equipment, including exercise saddles, race whips, blinkers, vinyl saddle pads, stall guards, and feed bags. All can be customized with your logo and colors. We also offer on-site tack repair, blanket wash and repair, engraving, and embroidery. For more info, go to TackShackOcala.com or come see us on Southwest 60th Ave. That's Airport Road. And don't forget, we're dog-friendly, too. You can't go wrong choosing an Ovation helmet to fit your riding needs. Sleek, stylish, comfortable, and cool, they are perfect on the trail or in the Grand Prix ring. Ovation has something for everyone with nearly a dozen styles and a price range to fit practically every budget, starting as low as $42.95. Check out the variety offered at Tack Shack of Ocala or visit OvationRiding.com to see all the options in safety and style and find a dealer near you. Hey, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. In the studio with me today, I have Cliff Shett Jr., Candice King, Lauren Barwick, and Tim Palmer. And we're going to talk a little bit this segment about bareback riding. Can you tell us a little bit, Tim? Well, bareback riding is a rodeo event. Um, it's a professional rodeo event. I've been competing professionally now since uh, 2012. So it's been kind of a long road and it's not something that's really easy to learn, but it's basically just uh, comes from way back in the cowboy days where they would just be like, hey, you know what? I bet you can't ride that horse. And there was guys that, you know, some guys would throw a saddle on it and then eventually it came down to where they would literally just put a, it was just like, a girth strap with a little handle on it and they'd a grab a hold handle. of it. Yeah, it looks like a suitcase handle and you just grab a hold of it and the horse would buck and be wild and they'd try to, you know, stay on. And then now it's a whole lot more technical and a whole lot more stronger horses and it's pretty wild, but uh, it's the most physically demanding sport in rodeo. Even a lot of people think all oh, bull riding is the toughest thing you can do and it's like, <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> run, run your hand in a rigging and see how that feels, and it's a big difference. But uh, it's, a, it's a pretty awesome sport. And how long have you been doing that for? I've been doing it since 2011, um, and then I bought my got my pro card in 2013 and uh, rode for three different three years, and then I ended up compound fracturing my leg Oof. and scraring up, tearing all the ligaments out of my wrist and had a couple good wrecks. So I had to take a year or two off and heal up. And uh, last year was my first year going back full time since being injured. So 
back going full time this year. And when I'm not rodeoing, I work with Cliff and Candace starting Colts. And so you do Colts starting together? Yeah, mm -hmm. we do. I, actually, Tim's kind of my right hand man. Um, mm -hmm. We get a lot of horses that have been through other people and things like that. Horses that are real troubled. Um, like, you know, we had one come that was a big five-year-old warm blood that he didn't want to be a bad horse, but he'd been through a bad situation. And um, I really counted on Tim a lot. We worked off another horse and one of us would be on, the other would be on the saddle horse. And we kind of just took turns working through a lot of the issues that horse had. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we really count on him. He's kind of one of our, our right hands over there. Mm -hmm. And then do you travel a lot when you're riding? Yes, ma'am. I travel. Last year, I went to, I competed in close to 75 to 80 rodeos across from wow. everywhere from New York and New Jersey and Pennsylvania all the way out to like Wyoming, Montana, Colorado, California, all over the Dakotas, wow. down to Texas, down to Florida, all over. I, I drove about <laughs> probably close to 75,000 miles last year. And that's just driving. That's just in my van. Uh, that's not, and I fly probably as much as I can. So I, uh, wow. I drive a lot, travel a lot. So like this coming weekend, I'll leave tomorrow morning actually, and I'll go up to Georgia and then come back down to Florida for two on, uh, so it'll be Thursday, Friday, Saturday. I'll compete um, in Perry, Georgia, North Fort Myers, Florida, and Davie, Florida. Yeah. yeah. So this is kind of, this is my favorite time of the year because I get to stay in Florida for the winter and all my rodeos are within like Smaller pretty areas. close. <laughs> once once May hits, it, it, you go. We just, mm -hmm. you never know where we're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you never know where That's we're going to be. That's the fun life, though. Oh, it's wild. It's, and then it's you get to come back and hang out yeah. with these guys. Oh, it's great. You they're, can't they're, do that. They've been huge for me with uh, staying on the road and being able to, you know, have those times. And even for, for bareback riding, yeah, you're riding a bucking horse, so it's nothing like riding a saddle horse. But it also keeps me, you know, just your balance and your overall, fitness. just your fitness mm -hmm. and riding, you know, riding a bunch of colts every day helps me in the arena uh, a lot just with my balance and even sometimes when I get soared up, you know, just to get on a nice saddle horse and ride around or riding colts, it loosens you up, keeps you moving, you know, keeps your joints free of pain, which isn't something that happens very much. Cryo chamber helps with yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, the cryo chamber, the cryo <laughs> we chamber. We were just talking about the Innova cryo chamber and how bad yeah. horse people need that, right? Oh, it's, that's a lifesaver. That beats dumping a bucket of ice in a bathtub and sitting and in sitting it. in it yeah <laughs> i spend a lot of time in those two <laughs> yeah if there isn't a cryo chamber nearby and right. they're not all over the place no. right no you just well you're very fortunate there's one here at anova and i know that erin will take good care well of i will check her out i wish i would have known last weekend <laughs> <laughs> well you know now you know now you're in ocala long enough you can stop in there it's yeah. just out on 200 near on top of the world okay it's not very far away perfect so you can just pop in there and she'll get you uh they're all sorted out and a massage awesome. or a facial if you'd rather have a facial. A lot yeah. of people like a massage. I'll probably stick to the massage. Yeah. <laughs> oh, come on. My makeup might smudge and I'd be all, I'd be all screwed up. And so, Tim, hair. what about top of your bucket list? What, what would you like to achieve? Uh, I'd like to win the world. Win the world in the PRCA. Uh, go make the NFR in Vegas. Uh, it's kind of every cowboy's dream. Um, I've never never made it there yet, but I've I've gone for it. It's, when you look back at your life and you look at your journey that you where you've come from and where you're you're headed and it's i'm sure that everyone in the horse industry would agree with that you look back i'm sure even candace you know as a little girl riding her appaloosas to now being where she's at you know and it's i came you know when i when i first started riding bucking horses i would never thought that 
you know, oh, like, oh, I'm going to be at Cheyenne and I'm going to be at Denver. Or I'm going to be at Fort Worth and I'm going to be riding with the best guys in the world. And now most of those guys are like my best friends. And so now I guess I'm kind of, I'm, when I really sit down and think about it, I'm like, dang, how'd it's I get here? Reach. And then when I'm like, you know what? Yeah. It's, it's, it's coming. And so it's just That's working awesome. hard and staying focused and enjoying what I do and having fun. That's really all that matters. Good for so, you. That's yeah. awesome. That's, That's my a great goal. example to follow. What about top of you guys? Where are you headed? I, I think for us, we love education. We, we love sharing what we do with, with other people and, and kind of seeing great horses made, but it's not enough to make just good horses because if you're not helping people to be better, then it's, it's all for naught because the horses aren't going to stay good. So I, I think for us, you know, I, um, Candace is on the hunt now for her next big horse. Um, she's always kind of, I, I, whether it's serendipity or what, she's always had these really unique, really neat horses kind of fall into her lap over time. Um, like Davos was one that was a real challenging horse, but that horse went on to be an Olympic horse. Um, he won what bronze for the Saudi team. Um, and that's a, a horse that, that she developed. And so she's kind of, I, I think I'll let you share that, but what you're looking at, but for me, for the future, I really enjoy educating people and I really, I like to compete and stuff. But for me, I think even more than that is kind of leaving a legacy of being able to help people behind me. You know, if, I think that's, that's it, spot on. I always say, you know, when I, when I was a kid, I was told I could be anything when I grew up and I chose to be kind. That's the, the most important thing go. you can do. So that is that is absolutely you know. spot on. Almost all horses I've come across that had problems were created by people. That's so right. if you can get people work with people and get people to be able yeah. to communicate with one another and then communicate with their horses as well, then you've performed a miracle. That's it. <laughs> In my opinion. Because that is a big problem. You know, that's, that's what we've been enjoying is the process of getting the horses better and, and more confident and then helping the riders understand what they needed to change to be able to support those horses on where they're at now after we put time into them. Yeah. And it's been, it's been a lot of uh, fun and it's been very rewarding watching them be in successful out in whatever world they want to be in. So that's results are awesome, aren't they? Candace and I talk about this a lot and I always say after a lifetime of helping a problem horses and, and young horses, I always thought, for a long time, I thought that here I was making these horses better, but really the horses were making me better, you know, and, right. and that's what's really neat. I, I think that hindsight being twenty twenty as it is, you start to look back and you're like, where, who was I when I started and who I am now are just two drastically different people. Yeah. And I don't think that you can spend that much time in this industry. And unless you become one of those people that is just consumed by money and the desire to be powerful in it but if you're really if you stay humble and you work hard then you're going to be a way better person on the other side that's true which is really important that's true and linda Parali was in the studio last week and she was talking about her program that she does for people people to people you know mm -hmm. with teaching them to communicate with each other yeah and how so many of the things that they use with horses <laughs> work with people and mm -hmm. if you can, you know, if you can communicate with each other, how much further you can come. And it's just the same when you're working with your horse. You know, if you don't That's have right. that level of communication, you, you may as well forget it because you're not going to have it. success. And even if you can get a, a little victory somewhere, you're going to end up hitting a brick wall at some point if you don't have all of those things overcome. And, and she was talking about that. And it's so accurate. People need help communicating with each other yeah. <laughs> really badly. And that helps with the whole picture. And seeing that succeed and then putting that into action is, uh, is awesome, I think. So 
You guys are wonderful. Thank you so much. Mm. It's a pleasure to meet you. You bet. You have great aspirations. Obviously, <laughs> been very successful already. I really Thank look you. forward to hearing about your future, and uh, yes, it sounds like it's going to be very successful. Appreciate um, it. You guys, thank you so much for no being problem. here. Thank Don't you. leave, because I'm going to make Candice talk to Andre and I. Because <laughs> I know she loved that. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be back in just a few minutes. We have our vet segment coming up, uh, and it, it is Dr. Prell and Dr. Phil Matthews from Peterson and Smith talking about the ICSI method. Um, of reproduction and I'm not pronouncing the big words for ICSI because Dr. Matthews has that for you in this segment coming up. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show. Thank you to Larson's Farms, our broadcast sponsor, Idaho's Finest Alfalfa. We'll be back in just a few minutes. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. I'm Nigel Warbank, President of New Horizons Insurance Solutions. I've been involved in insurance in Florida for over 39 years. If you're looking for farm, ranch, or equine insurance, New Horizons Insurance Solutions would love to assist you to find a solution that meets your needs. New Horizons Insurance Solutions is number one choice in equine insurance solutions. Hi. I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the All In difference. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital has served Marion County since 1981. Peterson and Smith can meet all your needs with services in surgery, medicine, ambulatory, sports medicine, reproduction, and doctors on call 24-7 for emergencies. Call 352-237-6151. That's 352-237-6151. A proud partner with Horse Talk. Opinions of Horse Talk and its guests are not necessarily those of Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital.
DAC Vitamins and Minerals has been making a world of difference for 35 years. Do you know what sets DAC apart? We use chelation minerals from Alltech, which allows for better absorption. DAC is the only supplement company Alltech provides ingredients for. We have our nutritionist, Performance Horse Nutrition, NAS, which is the quality seal, which guarantees our products and ensures our use of quality ingredients. DAC gives you a guaranteed analysis in every one ounce scoop, a 60-day money-back guarantee. Doesn't your partner deserve the best? Visit FeedDAC.com. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Peterson and Smith Equine Hospital. I am your host, Louisa Barton, and in the studio with me, I have some equine reproductive experts from Peterson and Smith, Dr. Melissa Prowl and Dr. Phil Matthews here with me. And we are going to talk about something we mentioned last week. And that was ICSI. And you were all probably like wondering for a week or maybe you did some Googling. You shouldn't. You should listen to these guys. Uh, tell us, what is ICSI? What does it stand for? Intracytoplasmic sperm injection. How's I'm that? glad you said That's that. why we say ICSI. Yeah. I know. I was going to say don't say that three times fast. Yeah. Uh, can you uh, explain what that actually is? Certainly. Yeah. So um, essentially it goes along with um, the uh, in vitro fertilization for humans. Um, so what it involves is you can have a mare and um, you will go in and aspirate the contents of those follicles that are, that are on her ovaries um, with the goal being to collect all of those oocytes that are, that are within those follicles. So we do um, what's called ovum pickup. And that's that process of aspirating all those follicles um, and collecting all the all the oocytes. And then there's going to be um, a process of, of maturation that's going to need to occur. Um, and then using a, a very, very fine-tuned um, micro manipulator, we can take one single sperm cell and that one egg from the mare and inject that sperm cell into the egg of the mare. Um, and hopefully that will go on to develop into an embryo. So um, it's a really neat um, kind of nerdy. Uh, I, I love it. geeking out on it. It's so it's so it's so neat. Um, but we're able to obtain pregnancies um, for for mares using these these artificial uh, reproductive techniques. I love to see someone excited about what they do. <laughs> it's not like work and you yeah. love it. No, it's great. Um, candidates for this process would be who? Yeah, so it's going to be um, dependent on the mare as well as the stallion. There's several things that are going to go into um, the decision of, you know, is, is ICSI right for my mare? Um, some of those are going to be mares that um, may be problem mares that can't develop an embryo using the traditional embryo transfer uh, methods. Um, so uh, those mares would be great for this. Mares that um, are busy with their show career, that don't really have the time to 
come in, get bread, um, you know, come back for the flush and the transfer. Right. Um, we have the capability of potentially getting multiple embryos from one aspiration wow. session. Um, so, so we have the, the capability of, of doing more with less time. Yeah. Um, so um, then also mares that may have chronic uterine issues. Um, so we have some Maybe mares. They can't carry a foal. They, they just can't. You, you breed them. They may be um, chronic fluid accumulators. So they may have chronic fluid in their uterus, um, which obviously is not conducive to embryo development and, um, and pregnancy. Um, so those are great mares that may be candidates for it. Um, and going along with, with um, picking a candidate, it could be based off the stallion. Some stallions um, may not have a large semen store left, so they may start um, limiting the amount of semen that they ship out, and some only ship ICSI doses. Really? So, yeah, so these may be stallions that are deceased, very, very successful stallions, but in an attempt to um, extend their, their reproductive, um, you know, genetics, um, you can have some that just ship ICSI doses. And so your only option for a pregnancy is doing ICSI. Wow, that's amazing. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's kind of almost a shame you, that the thoroughbred world can't do this because oh, there have been yeah. some cases Absolutely. of some mares who've had trouble, uh, you know, with foaling or, or it, right. during the pregnancy had issues. And well, it's incredible and, and if they could. It, it can could, help the horse. It can help a stallion that has less fertility as well mm -hmm. because, because you can have fertility issues in stands where they can't achieve pregnancies by normal breeding methods that can still work in ICSI. So yeah. you can get pregnancies from those horses still. Yeah, that's incredible. It really is. Yeah. And, and is this a, a process that you do quite a lot of? Doing more and more every year. Um, we had the really good fortune of combining efforts with some Europeans, some Italians, Cesare Galli and his wife, Giovanna. And um, they, they were actually the first people to clone a horse. You talk about scientists and geeks. Boy, they've yeah. got it. They are yeah. just incredible incredible researchers as well as practitioners. Um, and we've been able to combine with them and work with them and they've brought to us their technology and uh, it really drove our program to the next level. Mm -hmm. That's incredible. So in concert with those folks, um, we've been able to uh, do more and more and more with more and more success every year. That's amazing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. and there's great. there's definitely not that many places that are doing ICSI here in in the U.S. There's a very small handful, um, and in the southeast, there's nobody. We're it. <laughs> so I mean, if if this is something that um, allows our clients to to have hope that they can achieve uh, a pregnancy, um, then you know it's great. They don't have to go to another state several hours away um we can we can help them with that you know yeah, and can, that's can, the great thing i can relate to this having my horse now 26 years uh with me he's 33 almost 33 and i think if he was a stallion and there was some way i could keep yeah. him forever yeah. yeah that to me would be just you know right. my that would be my dream come true so i can only imagine how people who you know how important it is to people to right. have 
options, right. you know, and, and like you said, if you have a very limited amount of the frozen semen to use, the, you know, mm -hmm. you've got the, the ICSI doses. Incredible, yeah. you know, because it could really make it go a whole lot further. Yeah. Right. So really incredible process. Yeah. Anything to add um, to ICSI? I think that's fascinating. Is that something that's done a lot now in America or is it? Well, know, like I it... say, it's done more and more and more. And they do it a lot in Europe, especially at Cesare and Giovanna's clinic there in, in Cremona, Italy. They do hundreds and hundreds, almost a thousand every year. So, and... Uh, and they are the they are the center in Europe that really does all the European marriage, and uh, I don't think that's much of an exaggeration to say. Um, and so I'm, we're waiting to see people in the states catch up with the people in Europe and in, in embracing this process because it, there is a, a lot of merit to the process. Yeah, it's incredible. Really exciting. Wonderful, guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. Very interesting segment. We have one more week uh, with Dr. Prowl and Dr. Matthews, and we're actually going to be talking about good breeding management and kind of just wrapping up this uh, very special uh, New Year series that we've uh, we've been airing. So we're really excited to have them back uh, at the same time next week, and, uh, and we'll wrap it up for more horse. Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year, and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing, with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve. At the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville, book now while there are still rooms available. Marion County horse people love to visit Gulfstream Park for the best in horse racing. The Beachwalk Resort is situated precisely at the crossroads of Hallandale Beach Boulevard in the Intercoastal Waterway. Only one mile from Gulfstream Park Racetrack. Rising 33 stories above the water and just one easy block to the beach. Located at the epicenter of the most iconic recreational, residential, shopping, dining and entertainment paradise on earth. Like them on Facebook and make your reservation now at BeachwalkResortFL.com for the best of both worlds in beautiful surroundings and only minutes to the race. I'm Nigel Warbank, President of New Horizons Insurance Solutions. I've been involved in insurance in Florida for over 39 years. If you're looking for farm, ranch, or equine insurance, New Horizons Insurance Solutions would love to assist you to find a solution that meets your needs. New Horizons Insurance Solutions is number one choice in equine insurance solutions. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, 
I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the all-in difference. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine world. The Horse Lovers Candy Store proudly offers custom-made halters, race packs, stall guards, exercise saddles, dog collars, whips, shanks, stall drapes, keychains, belts, and more. Personalize your items with on-site embroidery and engraving. We also offer on-site pack and blanket repair and $10 blanket wash. Come see us on Southwest 60th Avenue or visit TackShackOcala.com. We're the champions shop. can't go wrong choosing an Ovation helmet to fit your riding needs. Sleek, stylish, comfortable, and cool, they are perfect on the trail or in the Grand Prix ring. Ovation has something for everyone with nearly a dozen styles and a price range to fit practically every budget, starting as low as $42.95. Check out the variety offered at Tack Shack of Ocala or visit OvationRiding.com to see all the options in safety and style and find a dealer near you. Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens, you're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show, presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. I have some special guests in the studio. We've been talking to Candice King and Cliff Shatt Jr. We have Lauren Barwick here in the studio, and now we have the German. <laughs> <laughs> Andre team is here with us as well and we're going to be talking to him a little bit later on about his career as well but we're going to get right to Lauren Barwick. Um, very exciting. She is a para-equestrian dressage rider. She's a gold and silver medalist. She is. Uh, she was at the 2008 uh, Beijing Games. She was ranked by the uh, FEI as the number one para-equestrian rider in the world. Um, she has got such so many accolades that I could not possibly read them all without taking the entire segment just to read those. So I'm going to let her tell us a little bit about her. And I think um, when I started to read her story, I teared up quite a bit because she's such an inspiration and such an encouragement to so many. So I'm going to let her tell us a little bit about her. Lauren. A little bit about me. Yes. <laughs> Let's start with how, how old were you when you started riding? I started in my mommy's tummy. <laughs> That's a good time to start yeah, riding. I started right there. Um, and I was the one that got to ride all the little ponies that nobody else could ride. My mom would actually like sell me. Oh, my daughter can get that horse across that cross country course. I did that to my daughter. Yeah. Too, and it was like, thank, thanks, mom, because I rode pretty much by the seat of my pants. Um, that's who I was as a kid. And I did three day eventing, but my dressage was so bad that, um, like, literally, we'd be like second to last. My mom was last, I was second to last, and we'd make it into the top eight after jumping. So I went into jumping instead. And um, after I broke my back in 2000, jumping was kind of off the, off the scale there. There was no more jumping. And so I had to learn how to get good at dressage. How difficult was that? How hard was it to come back to riding after having an accident? And obviously that's a huge challenge. It's a massive, uh, yeah. to overcome that to me is just 
so inspiring and to then be the best at what you do as well. Can you tell us a little bit about that journey and some of the difficulties? Well, I had decided that I was actually never going to ride again. So I did a lot of other things. I mountain biked and sailed and flipped down a mountain and, you know, tried skiing. And my dad thought I was trying to kill myself. He was really convinced that that was what I was trying to do. Um, and then I was down at the barn because I still had horses. And um, the coach saw me. I was watching this lesson and it wasn't very fantastic. Uh, but I noticed that... You know, in my mind, the girl could get off and do whatever she wanted when she got off that horse. And in my mind, that had been taken away from me. So I was trying to wheel away, and um, she says, that's it, you have to get back on. And um, I got put on, and people were walking around with me, holding onto my legs, just like I didn't want. And I got off, and I was pretty angry, actually, because that's what I didn't want to experience. And then I realized when I went home that, really, the choice was still mine, to, to go back to the barn the next day and see what I could do with it. And so I went back to the barn and they strapped me to a Western saddle with pink polo wraps. Like I was tied <laughs> on, right? You know, any therapeutic center would be like, she is not falling off. And I'm like, if we go down, I'm coming back up. <laughs> right? Like yep, that was yep. like, I was like, I don't I'm care. I'm not falling off. Yep. And like within a week, I was cantering on this Western saddle, you know, pink polar wraps. The pictures are atrocious. <laughs> um, and then, you know, some of the people heard, oh, there's fresh meat, right? Like literally it was like that. There's a fresh person who's disabled, but she's still riding. And I got scouted and um, people are like, well, have you heard of the Paralympics? And I'm like, no way. I'm having nothing to do with a sport that puts you in a box that's about disabilities. And they said, well, no, the Paralympics are just, the idea is, is it's parallel to the Olympics. And I said, well, we'll see. And my first show was in New York. And then they flew, my second show was Portugal. And I remember seeing uh, Lee Pearson, who's, you know, they call him the godfather of paradressage. He's more disabled than I am, and he competes Grand Prix as well. Wow. And when he shows wow. up to the shows, the able-bodied people go, oh, dear, like, he's here, right? And so I was so inspired because it wasn't about riding with a disability. It was actually now about seeing what you can do, right? And it just so happens that I'm also super competitive for my country as a person with a disability, Right. So it's not just about going out and competing. So my big thing is, is competing able-bodied and then competing for my country with a disability. It's amazing. It is incredible inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. Your story is just amazing. Did you ever have any idea you'd go to the Olympics? Well, no, because it was never really a part of my, my journey. Um, and when I went to Athens, um, I went and it was really interesting because after I went to Athens, I decided I didn't want to compete anymore. And it was because I wasn't a part of the journey. Uh, someone else got my horse ready and someone else kept my horse put together. So I get on and it would slowly fall apart and then someone else would put it back together. And I said, that's not how I want to reach the podium. I want to reach the podium because I was a part of the training journey and there's got to be a way to teach my horse what I want from the ground and then translate it into the saddle. And that's when I met Pat Pirelli in 2005 and he sponsored me. Uh, all the way to 2012 wow. and the horse I rode in Beijing he owned. That's and, so wonderful. Yeah and the cool story when you guys talk about the cows is when we bought her we didn't know that you couldn't warm her up in a, an arena with other horses and I was in Wellington mm -hmm. riding around and the Grand Prix class in back then they didn't have paradressage class so I was in the FEI open class 
So horses are dancing around and the mare jumped out of the arena with me. No way. And I told Pat, I said, we have a problem. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. And so one day, literally, I'm in the bathroom and he's calling me on the radio, Loren, Loren. I'm like, I'm busy. He's like, I need you outside right now. I'm like, I'm coming. And he's outside with my dressage horse and she's blowing like a whale and she's out in the middle of the cattle. And he is actually now herding Mm -hmm. and moving the cattle. And it built her confidence. And yeah. she's pee offing. And he's like, look at her. And I'm like, I'll get eliminated. She can't pee off whenever she wants to. But it's amazing. And next thing you know, the next show I now went that's to. That's the video that would have yeah, been worth seeing. Yeah, and I'm like thinking, oh, no. Next show I went to, she was a boss. She just yeah. trotted down that line. Horses coming at her. And I was like, wow. wow. And I'm like, this stuff works. It does. Right? Instead of getting direct line about the process, you've got to look, or the product, you've got to look at the process. Yeah. And the process doesn't look anything like the product. Nope. And now you're a level four pearly instructor yourself. Yeah, four star pearly instructor. other people, right? Yeah. Yeah, and that's incredible. All that good stuff. Yeah. And juggling all of that with a young daughter? A 15-month-old baby, yeah. Beautiful little so girl. So my goal was to have the baby and make it to Worlds. So I had the baby November the 9th, and I was on my horse December the 4th. Wow. Yeah, it wasn't a good idea, <laughs> to be honest, right? Like, like my ligaments were not, and like I bounced. Oh, and you made me snow. It was awful, right? Like I tweaked everything, but I had a show that I had to go to so I could qualify uh, second week in January. And I'm telling you, I bounced down that center line at 190 pounds with a pacifier still on my jacket. <laughs> They have pictures of this past <laughs> Yeah, it was yeah. great. It was good. But I did it. And so you have to have goals. That's the other thing is, is to have a goal, um, how little or how big, because it keeps you on track. So, yeah. It's amazing. So now what about the top of, like, your goals list now? Oh, well. You You've know, accomplished all this stuff. You have a beautiful daughter. Well, it's other disciplines. So I'm doing reigning now. Um, and I, I competed in Holland at the World Championships, six months pregnant. And um, we won gold, Team Canada. Nothing stops you, yeah. does it? I got eliminated <laughs> in the individual, but it's okay. Um, so for me, it's to do the reigning as well now and able-bodied, not just para. And um, other disciplines. And uh, who knows? Japan is supposed to be on the calendar. But I have to make sure that I'm doing it for the right reasons. And I think that's where people get lost. Um, ego starts to get in the way. And it's about the journey. And, and like Cliff was saying, that it, I wouldn't be the person I am if I reflect back over the last 18 years, the challenges, the journey, all the travels. And I, I like that what it taught me. But I want to make sure that if I were to go to Japan, it's for the right reasons. Because I love riding. I love the horsemanship. I love the journey. I have a horse that I don't super love riding yet. <laughs> so I have to figure out how to create a journey for both of us. And so my big saying is, is that I won't go in the arena unless the horse is there with me, not because of me. So that's, that, that's the future. You are an absolute inspiration to everybody. Would love to have you come back and do the show with us like a million times and tell us all your stories because I few. think you could teach us all <laughs> yes. a whole lot about determination and encourage a lot of people, inspire a lot of people to just be the best you can be no matter what your circumstances are and not let anything slow you down, which obviously it doesn't 
riding pregnant, riding three weeks after giving birth with the pacifier. Um, yeah, yeah, just because you can doesn't mean you should. <laughs> that's another lesson I've learned. <laughs> well, obviously nothing stops you. So that's, uh, that's really an inspiration to all of us, Lauren. Thank you. Please stay with us for the rest of the show. Thank you. So we can all pick on him. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> I've been to Germany. I've had a few German horses. I haven't yet. They might <laughs> kick me out. <laughs> He may. <laughs> he may. We'll be back in just a few minutes on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet. Stay with us. At Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, our customers say it best. Oh, the prices were great. They were actually unbeatable. Thanks, Miss Delara. At Palm Chevy, we do our best to give you our best price and payment without the games. And our entire team is committed to making your experience in sales or service pleasant and hassle-free. It's been a pleasure doing business around here. Thanks, Mr. Haars. And we think you'll agree. Visit us today at Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala, or at palmchevrolet.com. Find new roads. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The Balance Rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses and for you. Marion County horse people love to visit Gulfstream Park for the best in horse racing. The Beachwalk Resort is situated precisely at the crossroads of Hallandale Beach Boulevard in the Intercoastal Waterway. Only one mile from Gulfstream Park Racetrack. Rising 33 stories above the water and just one easy block to the beach. Located at the epicenter of the most iconic recreational, residential, shopping, dining and entertainment paradise on earth. Like them on Facebook and make your reservation now at BeachwalkResortFL.com for the best of both worlds in beautiful surroundings and only minutes to the rain. Earth Song Ranch is not just for horses, we're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook, come and like us. We're unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine world. 
The Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville awaits your call. The Breeders' Cup is being held at Churchill Downs this year, and the Hilton Garden in downtown is just minutes away. There is no better place to stay for the richest weekend in horse racing, with all the amenities you need. So book now and use code Ocala for a special horseman's rate for your stay. With all the Ocala connections to the big stakes races, it just makes sense to give Ocala horsemen the welcome they deserve at the Hilton Garden in downtown Louisville. Book now while there are still rooms available. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. This is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. We are broadcasting from Ocala, Marion County, Florida, the horse capital of the world. I'm Louisa Barton and in the studio, Cliff Shack Jr. over here, Colt Starter, believe it or not. He does hunter jumper too. <laughs> he might not look like it, but he does it very well. We have a Paralympian here, Lauren Barwick. We've been talking about her very inspirational story. A great encouragement. I invited her to come back and co-host regularly because she is here year round. So we're looking forward to that. We have Candice King, one of our very, very top Grand Prix riders here. And then we have this guy, but no one's figured out who he is yet. No, <laughs> We have a top equestrian Grand Prix rider here, Andre Tima. Hi, Andre. It's nice to have Hello. you back here with us, and uh, I believe you've come to see us. After all, I put you through last weekend at the party. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about your career. How did you get started? Were you very young when you started riding? Yeah, I was uh, not really planning on being a professional rider. Oh, at you first. weren't. That no. didn't work out for you then, did it? <laughs> I was uh, I was a pretty good soccer player. We call it football in Germany, mm -hmm. and uh, this is our number one sport over there. So I was like every other kid, just like dreaming about the career with the ball, and um, I was pretty good at it. I was pretty quick for my size, and uh, I was left and right footed, so it was a big advantage. And I made it pretty far. I played for. German national team really? for the juniors. So like with wow. Did any of you know this about it? No. Okay, I didn't either. Look 13, at that. 14 years of age, I was like just dreaming all about soccer. And uh, but the problem was that my dad was a pretty famous or well-known dressage rider in Germany. So when it came down to the time then he said uh, I cannot help you in your soccer career and but I could help you with the riding career and uh, so I had to make a with 16 years like 16 years of age I had to make a decision and of course if your dad is like a <laughs> a well-known guy in one sport then you choose that one and he had pretty much everything set up for me and I was smart enough at that age to realize that probably it's the smarter be idea the because mm -hmm. my soccer career would have been 
over like 10 years ago. Yeah. Now I'm 43 years old, three years old, and uh, that would have been already the end of the soccer career. So now, now I'm glad that I listened to my dad and he was very strong about <laughs> writing dressage. So that was the next problem I had. I had to really do a lot of dressage. And very that disciplined. It was not always fun. And <laughs> I, like in Germany, to become a professional horse person, you really have to learn that job. You have to really go through years going to school and doing really? theory classes. And yes. it's mm -hmm. all about, it's yes. about breathing. It's about feeding. It's about... Wow, really? Yeah, That's you awesome. Become uh, all well around rounded. Yeah. horse Absolutely. person and then after there should be more of that here. <laughs> yes. Here. yes we are <laughs> yeah medication being really? almost a vet and like you really learn a lot something of stuff something else i didn't know about you about horses and um and then after three years doing this then in germany you can decide if you want to go even further in that job and become a rider and then you can specialize even more and uh since i was yeah pretty okay at that point uh, they pretty okay i, yeah, I he was, was able okay. to skip the the last year the fourth year and i they let me do it in three years and i already i specialized earlier than the other ones and yeah so i was pretty much a dressage rider in the beginning and did you like dressage? No, not really. <laughs> like I said. It wasn't it was... exciting and fast enough. <laughs> no, of, no. Course, of course, back then I didn't know how good that's going to be. How good it was, yeah, me. the base and, is so and, important. And... Mm -hmm. But then, thank God, he didn't, uh, yeah, like he said at one point, he said, hey, listen, I, I, if you win that special, we have like a, it's called a, Das goldene Reiterabzeichen, which means the golden. I hope I don't have to say that one. <laughs> the golden riding <laughs> distinction. I don't know how you say it in English. Uh, and you get that if you win 10 Grand Prix. And that's either in dressage or in jumping. And so he said, when you get that, then I don't care anymore. Then you can stop riding dressage. So, and then, then I, I already back in the day, I was very, how do you say it? Competitive. No. Uh, I mean, I mean a different word. I mean like um, driven. Driven. Um, I wanted, I wanted it really driven. Bad. Like yeah, I was driven. like driven. So that when he said that, I was like, all right, there we go. And then it happened in one and a half years. I, I got lucky that I always had good dressage horses from my dad. So I was, and then I won those ten classes in like one and a half years, <laughs> and with nineteen years old. To jump wow. in. That's pretty cool. I was done with it and he he was okay with it and then that's when I started jumping. So And then the rest yeah. is history success. Yes. Yeah. I yeah, was I still was in the young riders and, and I did pretty good and I was on the team and then I for Germany and then I I, I heard about an English rider in America. His name was Tim Grubb. Yeah. And he was pretty famous, like winning, like yeah, I think a, a, lot. a medal at the Olympics for yes. the English. And then he won a medal for the Americans, right? So, yes. So 
Yeah, I and I thought it's a good idea to go to America as a young person. Uh, and it worked out pretty good because really since that happened with 22, when I was 22, and then I have to say since then, since more than 20 years, I'm coming every winter to Florida and I have like real friends here now. Like You do? Real <laughs> friends. Believe it or not. You know we just mess with you, right? It's too much fun to I don't know if you're going to be one. <laughs> no, then, uh, yeah. Like I have partners since 20 years, like Amos Bellone. Yes, yes. Yeah. very good friend. He already back in the day took my hand a little bit and um, helped me a lot. And we are business partners since that, since That's then. Awesome. And now I live in his house every year. We need to get to Amos in here now cars. to the studio. <laughs> <laughs> That's really a good oh, deal. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he would love that. Yeah, you should get it. <laughs> You, is he being sarcastic? You don't think he can do it? <laughs> Everybody's going, no, I don't think he would. So what about top of your, what do you, what do you want to achieve? Um, yeah, the, the one thing I always wanted and, and I really didn't get yet is I want to be at the Olympics or the World Championships or at the European Championships for Germany. Like I want to I do one of those big events and that didn't happen yet. So five people get to go, and I was number six three times oh, already for Germany. That's so close. Always the right name. And yeah, I have to say, like Germany is probably probably the toughest out of all those countries. We have like I don't know how many. We have fifty riders who could go to the Olympics with the right horse. It's just there's so many good ones that. It's pretty unbelievable that I made it that far and oh, became yes, number is. six three times. But of course, at one point I want to, and now I'm already 43, so I'm running out of time a little bit, but. <laughs> Look at John and Ian. Yes, really. Yes, come on. Yeah. If you know one yeah. thing about sure. the sport. Eric Lamont, or not, uh, Ian Miller. Yes, yeah. Ian Miller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. unbelievable, yeah. isn't yeah. it? He yeah. just keeps so taping himself 43. back together. Yeah. Yeah. In that case, yeah. I have yeah, you've a got like 25 years, 30 yeah. years, you're fine. Don't I'm, worry. I'm late. As we say in England, don't well, get your neck in a twist. I'm like, oh. You have lots of time. You'll be fine. We all know in that sport, it all depends on the right horse. Yes. So. In that sport, you just get better and better and better because you just get more experience and more patient and yeah, you just get better mm -hmm. uh, even at that age. So they're still, I still didn't give up, give up yet. No. Well, as much, as much as I like pulling your leg, Andre, I think you're awesome. You've done an absolutely phenomenal job, hasn't he? Yes. You guys are, I mean, all of you are incredible. It's like having a bunch of superstars in there in the studio and uh, we got to go to break but when we come back I'm actually going to kind of open it up and I'm going to let I want each one of these guys to kind of just put something out there for people coming up in the sport in any sport um, that horses are involved in because really it's all one big sport and um, and I'd love to hear a little tip from each one of them when we come back and then we're going to announce our winner last week of the, uh, the symposium that the Pirellis are doing $350 value I'm very excited to give that away, so I'm going to announce the winner. And uh, we'll be back on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet in just a few minutes. Stay with us.
At Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, our customers say it best. Oh, the prices were great. They were actually unbeatable. Thanks, Miss Delara. At Palm Chevy, we do our best to give you our best price and payment without the games. And our entire team is committed to making your experience in sales or service pleasant and hassle-free. It's been a pleasure doing business around here. Thanks, Mr. Harz. And we think you'll agree. Visit us today at Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala, or at palmchevrolet.com. Find new roads. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The Balance Rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses and for you. Does your business, equestrian event, or horse farm need professional marketing help? If you answered yes, then I invite you to schedule a free one-hour strategy session with me. My name's John Thorman, and I'm the founder and president of Digital Savvy, and we want to be your full-service marketing partner. So whether you need a website, social media marketing, online advertising, or videos and photography to help you sell more products, services, tickets, or sponsorships, we will get it done for you. Visit us online now at digitalsavvy.com. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. This is Brian Cox with New Millennium Realty, your local real estate professional selling residential homes and horse farms throughout Marion County and Central Florida. Are you in the market for an immaculate mini farm? We have an 11.6 acre farm with 12 stalls, covered round pin, beautiful paddocks, and completely updated home. Contact Louisa Barton for info or to set up a private showing. Let our team help you find the next farm for you and your horses. New Millennium Realty, the future of real estate. Song Ranch is not just for horses. We're here for your kitty kids and puppy pals too, and for their humans. We carry a line of dehydrated whole foods for dogs and cats and our own line of probiotics and digestive enzymes for them as well. We carry longevity minerals and supplements for humans. We walk our talk and we're all about a more natural approach to health for animals and humans. Visit us at earthsongranch.com or on Facebook. Come and like us. Seminole Feed is a family-owned company always striving to exceed your expectations with our dedication to customer service since 1934. Seminole is one of the few companies today manufacturing fixed formula horse feeds with mindful monitoring of our production process to keep our nutrition safe for your horse. Using only quality ingredients and superior formulas made in an all-natural, non-medicated feed mill right here in Ocala. Seminole Feed, simply the world's best equine feed. We're a unique, tough breed. We work long, hard hours making sure your horses are healthy and properly shod. Because, well, we farriers know horses perform better when they're properly shod and healthy. You want quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. And you won't settle for anything less. TT Distributors is dedicated to quality horse products, supplements, and farrier supplies at affordable prices. Racehorse or a pasture pony. TT Distributors has what you need. 7715 West Highway 40, Ocala. 
Hi, this is Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. Thank you to Larson's Farms. They are a broadcast sponsor, Idaho's finest alfalfa. I'm Louisa Barton. We're broadcasting from Ocala, the horse capital of the world. And we have a bunch of horse people in the studio with us tonight. We have Cliff Shatt Jr. We have Lauren Barwick, Tim Palmer, Candice King and Andre Tima. A, a houseful. We've been having a lot of fun. Um, I've got a couple of mentions and then I want uh, each one of them to tell you something they've learned or some advice that they have uh, for people coming up in any sport, whether you're just trail riding um, all the way to competing at the highest level, making it to the Olympics. Um, the first thing I want to mention is our winner last week. Um, we had a winner for an absolutely phenomenal competition. The number one thing to do in Ocala, Marion County is go to the Gypsy Gold Farm and uh, in Central Florida. It's the number 13th thing to do, including all of the Disney parks, including Epcot, Disney World, and all of those. So it's a pretty awesome tour to take. We gave that away um, with a loading dose of Summit uh, joint performance, so a month's supply of that. And we also gave away um, two tickets to the symposium that the Pirellis are having, two worlds together. Uh, pretty exciting. They're going to combine the uh, incredible basis of dressage with horsemanship. You do not have to be a dressage rider to benefit from it or enjoy it. And the Pirellis have a lot to teach and they actually have some phenomenal people involved in the summit um, that can help anybody with their horse um, or with any horse really. So it was a great prize. And um, our winner, I hope I pronounced the name properly, is Denarg Lynn McBean. So congratulations. Um, thank you so much for listening last week. I think the value of that prize is 50, 170, uh, $530 value of that prize last week. So congratulations, thanks for listening. And I will message you after the show and let you know uh, how you can get your prize and claim that. But now I'm going to start over here with Cliff. <laughs> and I want Cliff to tell us something that he would say that he's learned in his horse career that he thinks would help anybody, any discipline, any breed, any issue. I think that... Uh... For, like, say, young people coming up in the sport, um, people that are seeking a better relationship with their horse or to be more competitive in the arena, um, as even evidenced here today in everybody's story, is that it's really hard to gain anything of value without struggle, without working hard for it. If what you're doing seems really easy and you think that you're the, the best in your class, you're probably not in the right class. You're... You, you really need to put yourself where you're uncomfortable and you really feel like the learning and the process is stretching you because that's that's I think where we really learn the most and uh, I've always told people it go and find don't find the guy that's okay at the sport you want to do because he makes you feel good about what you're doing go find the guy that is the best the available for you to go ride with and go ride with him and and ride clean his stalls groom his horses do whatever you can do to soak up any information you can from that person. And, and for Candace and I, we still let do that today. We go, we hang out with all different trainers. I mean, we spend time with the best we can put ourselves around. And I think that's really important. I do too. And don't you think you can learn something from, honestly, from any good horse Absolutely. person? Don't you think? I, I think I can sit there and listen to, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huge. yeah. even yeah. what you, you don't want to do. 
Sometimes yeah. I go, yes. that's an interesting technique. Mm -hmm. That will not be going into my arrow quiver. But yeah. yeah. And, and how many things you've seen done that you saw like before the accident happened, you saw it coming, you know, and yeah. you thought, ooh, I wouldn't do that, you mm -hmm. know, and it can be a good reminder as well. I mean, it can be, it can be either bad or good, you know, a, a, something you can learn. How about mm -hmm. you, Lauren? There's just so much. Don't, you know? I don't leave yeah. your pacifier hanging yeah, on your no. shirt when yeah. you write. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Feed the baby before you put your jacket on. <laughs> you know, that was a good one. Um, you know, there, there's just so many things, but it always comes down to when I, I have a client or someone that's struggling with their horse and I go, what you're trying to teach the horse, one, do they understand? Right? Because often the basis of confusion and frustration is, is a lack of understanding, communication, understanding on the rider's part or the horse's part. And I say, is what you're doing with the horse or for the horse or to the horse? Because a lot of people, their training is based off of doing something to the horse and it doesn't usually end up in the result that, that you're looking for. So when you're frustrated, I go, this is turning into, I'm doing something to the horse, not with the horse or for the horse. Even if it's a challenging situation where you're helping a horse you know, a horse that has had a bad experience. Sometimes I'm not saying it's about always being soft and, and sweet, but sometimes it's about building leadership and doing it for the horse so that they can be a better partner. Um, so then at the end of the day, we say, take care of your horsemanship so that your horsemanship can take care of you. Absolutely. Yeah. And then uh, you have a very special accent that you'd like to share with us <laughs> this evening um, that's worked miracles for you in the past. Can, can you do it for us on the show? No, oh, I can always wing it, you know. It just, uh, I'm actually from Arkansas, but like, <laughs> I mean, I'm actually from the Kimberleys in Australia, Western Australia. So uh, it plays, uh, it's one of my quivers and my arrows, you know, arrow in my quiver, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, down under it might be the other way around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they might be like, no, no, you're not real. Um, I would say one thing that I've, learned over my in rodeo and in all right i'm gonna stop with the the one thing that i uh, can say that i've learned and it applies in rodeo and in training horses and riding in any discipline uh one of my best friends um, was actually killed in a rodeo my traveling partner was uh oh my gosh got stepped on and killed by a bareback horse a few years ago and uh Literally like two weeks before he passed away, one night we were working out, we were practicing at a at a facility there, and I was all frustrated because I wasn't riding good. I wasn't I wasn't feeling like I was doing what I should. We were getting ready to go to a bunch of rodeos, and he just looked at me and he just said, "You know what, man? It's just riding bucking horses." And it was like, okay. And he's like, and you know what? There's more to life than riding bucking horses. And and that stuck with me. That's what I said at his funeral is that was this that was out of all my life that's what stuck to me and when when i'm riding horses and i get in that moment where i'm riding bucking horses and i get stressed out about it i start to get upset or overthinking it i realize you know that there's more to life than riding bucking horses and then when in, i'm riding colts or i'm working horses and all of a sudden i got one that i'm just not communicating with and he's not doing what i want and i want to tense up and freak out and rip his head off <laughs> you know <laughs> i think to myself you know what there's there's more to life than this it's okay and then I realize, and I start to quit overthinking, and I start to realize, I think our mind is such a powerful thing, and we overthink those things, and we realize that that, that lead changer, that side pass, or that whatever is all that we're 
And then all of a sudden we simplify it and we start to realize what the horse needs and what we need. And, and all of a sudden it, it all flows together because we quit overthinking it and we quit worrying about it. So I guess my thing would be whatever discipline you're at, there's more to life than what you're doing. Yeah. And simplify it. Yeah. Keep it simple. Take it back to the basics and it's going to work itself out. Yeah, if you're working, if you're communicating and you're working, it's all going to work out through that. Don't overthink. Yeah. Don't overthink <laughs> it. Just wing it. Ring it. <laughs> Just wing it. Candice. Um, for me, I, I was very fortunate when I was young that I got to work with probably the best horseman that I think there was, is Jimmy Williams. And he had a quote that I've grown up with and lived by is what you, it's what you learn after you think you know it all that counts. Because horses, you never know enough. And I think that's the biggest thing for anybody that is out there is, to always strive to keep learning to be a better person for your horse and to be a better person for yourself. And I think that's the biggest thing I would say is to, to always keep that mind open to learn so that you can give to your horse more and more than what you think you can. Absolutely. Big key to success. Andre. Yeah. Every single time I thought, oh, yeah, exactly, that's what I want to say. And then I <laughs> so I'm last to go. Thanks. Uh, no, but it comes down to the same thing. And it's just because it is the most important thing. I, at one point, I, I, I understood that I am, yeah, the luckiest per person on earth by just by getting the chance to have my sport that I live for every day and it's my job at the same time so I can live my sport through my job and um, and the ma main thing is that that only works if you have the partnership with your horse and this it needs to be a friend so oh, I like that you cannot want too much it's the friendship is the most important thing and then certain special things will happen. Yeah, I agree with that absolutely and and you're not kicking balls for a living. <laughs> <laughs> you're riding horses and we love that. All of you absolutely incredible like top at what you do and all here at the same time and all this advice is just absolutely incredible and uh, and it it comes from such a good source. And what I love about all these people is they love their horses, even though they compete at very, very high levels and accomplish some incredible, uh, incredible accolades, all of them in a, in a variety of different ways. They all have one thing in common. They all care about the horse. They all love the horse. They all want to communicate with the horse and they all want to have the best horsemanship skills they can have. And I think to me that that's what does it for me. I love to hear from all of them, all their expertise and everything they've accomplished. Just amazing. But the number one thing, they all care about the horses, and that's what we're all about. So that makes me very happy. We're coming back in just a few minutes. We have one segment left. We're going to wrap it up with Jessica Lynn from Earthsong Ranch. Stay with us on the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet. We'll be right back. At 
Palm Chevrolet in Ocala, our customers say it best. Oh, the prices were great. They were actually unbeatable. Thanks, Miss Delara. At Palm Chevy, we do our best to give you our best price and payment without the games. And our entire team is committed to making your experience in sales or service pleasant and hassle-free. It's been a pleasure doing business around here. Thanks, Mr. Harz. And we think you'll agree. Visit us today at Palm Chevrolet, Southwest College Road in Ocala, or at palmchevrolet.com. Find new roads. No job too big or too small. Horse Trailer Pros can tackle it all. Horse Trailer Pros services all mates and models of horse trailers and specializes in living quarter conversion service and upgrades. For more information, like Horse Trailer Pros on Facebook now. Excellent work ethic, great service, and more. Come experience the difference. Horse Trailer Pros. Do you feel balanced, comfortable, and confident on your horse? Balance relies largely on core strength. The Balance Rider gets to the core of the core with natural diversity and no predictable pattern of motion with its unique conditioning. Ideal for equestrians from all disciplines. When you improve your balance, core strength, and agility, your horse is happier. Check out the Balance Rider, the ultimate core trainer, on the web at balancerider.com and like us on Facebook now. It's for the horses and for you. Marion County horse people love to visit Gulfstream Park for the best in horse racing. The Beachwalk Resort is situated precisely at the crossroads of Hallandale Beach Boulevard in the Intercoastal Waterway. Only one mile from Gulfstream Park Racetrack. Rising 33 stories above the water and just one easy block to the beach. Located at the epicenter of the most iconic recreational, residential, shopping, dining and entertainment paradise on earth. Like them on Facebook and make your reservation now at BeachwalkResortFL.com for the best of both worlds in beautiful surroundings and only minutes to the race. Hi, I'm Don Emmerich, CEO of All In Removal. All In is a leader in both manure removal and shavings deliveries here in the horse capital of the world. We offer hands down the best service along with the lowest prices of anyone. Now, please don't take my word for it. Put us to the test. I'm so confident that we can save you money compared to any competing service that I will personally guarantee it. If we can't save you money, I'll give you a gift card for dinner at a restaurant of your choice. Call us today and experience the all-in difference. Have you seen the gorgeous 1K Defender Chrome Stripe Riding Helmet? Certified to ASTM standards, you can't beat a 1K English Riding Helmet, boasting the perfect synergy between advanced technology and aesthetically pleasing design, with enough features to appeal to those seeking everything a helmet could possibly offer. Wrapped in a package that traditionalists can really appreciate. Check 1K out online at 1khelmets.com or like them on Facebook now. 1K, where style meets safety. Anyone who has lived in Florida for long knows the challenges of keeping the bugs out and the green grass in. With our gorgeous year-round weather, bugs like to stick around and weeds like to grow. I know you're feeling the need to improve your grass. You need Dan Milstead from Equine Turf. Dan can and will help you, and yes, the grass really is greener on the other side with Equine Turf. Like Equine Turf LLC on Facebook now and check out all the services Dan offers at equineturf.com. Equine Turf, absolutely dedicated to the turf care of the equine world. I'm Nigel Warbank, President of New Horizons Insurance Solutions. I've been involved in insurance in Florida for over 39 years. If you're looking for farm, ranch, or equine insurance, New Horizons Insurance Solutions would love to assist you to find a solution that meets your needs. New Horizons Insurance Solutions is 
number one choice in equine insurance solutions. This is Hall of Fame jockey Gary Stevens. You're listening to the Horse Talk Show. Welcome back to the Horse Talk Show presented by Palm Chevrolet, your hometown Chevy experience. I'm your host, Louisa Barton. We've got some friends in the studio with us, Cliff Chat, Lauren Barwick, Tim Palmer, Candice King, and Andre Tima, quite a houseful. And joining us by phone, uh, we have Jessica Lynn from Earth Song Lodge. There's an Anova massage gift certificate floating across in front of me here. Uh, Jessica Lynn is from Earthsong Ranch in California and thank you also to Summit Joint Performance who also sponsors this segment. Um, new research in the US has revealed that endocrine disrupting chemicals in a horse's environment may play a role in the development of equine metabolic syndrome and other um, health issues and Jessica Lynn is definitely an expert um, on that. Uh, usually any endocrine disrupting chemicals are actually man-made substances and they are found in products like pesticides, personal care products, plastics. Um, they're heavily prevalent in the environment and they can mimic a body's hormones blocking real ones from doing their jobs. Because of this they're known to produce harmful effects in humans and wildlife. Horses likely come into contact with this through their food and other things in their environment. Jessica Lynn, can you talk a little bit about that? Um, yep. What I have seen over the last probably 10 years is an increase in, in metabolic disorders or IR. A lot of it has to do with all the chemicals in the environment, especially horses who may be in a boarding situation where they, they spray fly spray automatically, they use chemical fly sprays, They've got all kinds of, you know, feeding bowls that are made out of the black rubber that's been recycled, um, those kinds of things. And when it hits the hormonal system of a mare especially, they get really nasty. And they think, you know, oh, well, I've got this horrible mare, let's put her on, you know, a drug to get her calm, when if you could just detox the mare, they'd go back to being who they really were. The unfortunate thing is that with um, the pesticides, and the herbicides and things that have become um, so prevalent and are now being sprayed on the crops as they get harvested, which I didn't know till yesterday, my vet was explaining to me that when they harvest soy, the week before it's to be harvested, they spray the whole crop with Roundup. Mm. And so I have been saying for all this mm. time that one of the things I see most common with Cushing's horses is uh, they have, the owner has them on a bag feed that has soy in it. It could be soy byproducts, it could be soy, you know, whole ground soy, or now they're covering up soy by saying vegetable protein. Oh, is that what they're calling what, it instead? <laughs> yeah, that's what they're calling it instead now. I've had several people recently I did consults with, and I said, you call the company and you ask them what that means, and they called me back and they said it's soy. Once the horse is off of those kind of bag feeds, their numbers start coming down. I had a lady email me today. She's up in Washington State. Her horse beat Sunny by far. His ACHT in December was 1,200. Ooh. We so hold on, hold on, Jessica, just so everybody knows what it should be. High normal for a horse is 35. Oh. So 1,200 yeah, is, my horse was 293 three years ago, and he's now 27, but he was 293, which is like 10 times normal. 1,200 is off all the charts. 1,200. So we got him off the bag feed. 
put him on Sonny's kit. She had um, him tested on Monday, or maybe it was Friday, and she emailed me today that his numbers have already dropped to 297. Oh, that's much better. <laughs> yeah, well, he'll be on the, the kit one more time, and I'll bet you they'll be normal again. But again, you know, we don't know what we're doing to the horses, that's but true. we're also doing it to ourselves by not eating organically. And, I mean, all the chemicals add up eventually. Yes. It's not just one thing, it's all of the things. It's like, you know, what do they spray on the carrot crops before you give your horse the carrot? You know, what are they packaged in? You know, that kind of thing, too. But we've got to be so careful. You just made me think about the black rubber buckets. <laughs> yes, and the black rubber mats they stand in in stalls a lot of the times 24-7. They get out an hour a day in some of these stables. That's true. They're breathing all that the whole time. I know. Well, mine do stay turned out, but a lot of competition horses don't have that option. Right. You know, a lot of competition horses are in the stalls all the time because they're traveling and there isn't always a turnout option. And sometimes if they're traveling, there isn't a choice on what might be in the stall. Because if right. you go into a stall with rubber mats in a facility, you don't, you know, there's really not a lot you can do about it. So, no, and, and one of the things I do consistently with my horses is in the spring and in the fall, I'll do an herbal detox where you use dandelion leaf cut and sifted and you put a handful in their buckets for 10 days and then you switch to milk thistle powder for another 10 to 14 days. We probably all need and that. You, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We probably and all need detoxing have, in this room, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then you can do a month She's of betonite clay because betonite's got a funny you know, molecular structure where it will take toxins into the middle of the cell and carry them out of the body. <clears throat> So I'm starting you know, on March 1st, I'll start my horses on their detox for the spring. But, um, you know, my horse, I've only had him three years, this one. And we just did blood on him, and my vet was just, like, astounded because he's got something going on that could be autoimmune from all the chemicals and vaccines he was exposed to before I got him. Yeah, I know. This. We'll, get to, we'll get to the bottom of it, I'm sure. Detoxing is usually the only way to go if you don't have control over what's in your environment, you know. Obviously, exactly. reading your feed labels is important, and um, and you know, Sunny, of course, was on the Cushing's kit, and still is, yep. and uh, and that's what accomplished his, and then diet change as well. But you have to know what you're feeding. Um, you know, you are what you eat, so you have to know what you're feeding your horses and what's in it. And um, regular blood work is really important, especially if you have a horse that starts to look like an easy keeper. Sometimes a horse is not just an easy keeper. If you're only having to give a little tiny bit of feed and they're keeping a lot of weight on them, sometimes that's a, the precursor sign to uh, metabolic syndrome issues. And those can start as young as five. And you might not even have a full-blown case until the horse is 15. But you could have some early symptoms at five. So if you're seeing some of those things in your horse, um, fat deposits or an easy keeper or a little bit of uneven coat at certain times of the or year. Your, your very favorite, a swollen sheath. Oh, yeah, good old sunny swollen <laughs> sheath. He looked quite disappointed when it shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a healthy sheath, it was just a big one. <laughs> oh, my. Jessica, are there any other tips that you can give us? Um, for, for chemicals. I mean, obviously you can use um, your own homemade fly spray. There's also a lot of fly sprays on the market that are all natural ingredients, which can help. Yes, yes definitely. Um, I mean, if, we, if you can feed, you know, instead of in big rubber tubs where people put hay in, get a stainless steel one, you know? 
that kind of thing, or feed on the ground if you don't have, you know, really sandy soil so they get a sand colic from that. I mean, test your water. Find out what's in your water because sometimes it can be coming through the water as well. I have well water and I test it twice a year for minerals and things yes. and also for any type of bacteria, that kind of stuff. You just mm -hmm. don't know. Um, you know, make your own fly sprays. I mean, I make mine all the time and you can use even um, apple cider vinegar and some essential oils do wonders because the flies don't like to bite something that's bitter and they won't land if the horse smells good. Mm -hmm. um, it's just things like that, you know, try to keep it as natural in their environment. I mean, like I've said for years, growing up, we never had horses that got sick, you know, never. I mean, no one got sick and they got warmed once a year by the vet who did a cattle warmer down their nose with a tube, you know? <laughs> so, I mean, that was it. Yeah, yeah, you're and right. It's like a lot of chemical usage going on for sure. Yeah, and every other person that calls me, I mean, it's just one sad story after another. And, uh, you know, we can get most of these horses right at doing more natural treatments with herbs and detoxing and, you know, less vaccination, less chemical warmers, get your fecals done, um, that kind of stuff, instead of just, you know, doing what everybody else does and doing your chemical warmer every six weeks or, you know, feeding I think a lot of people are much more aware of that fecal testing now, though, and, and getting yes. that checked rather than just deworming with any old product and actually finding out if they need anything, you know. Yeah. I think and there's the other a... thing is they can also get blood titers and find out where their levels are for their vaccines. You know, if you're not showing, you don't have to give your vaccine record. So if your titers, your horse has a high titer for each of the vaccinations, don't do it again. Oh, absolutely. You know, why add to the load? You know, I mean, I have a lady call from Northern California today, and the vet told her they've never seen titers so high and that she needs to stop, you know, vaccinating her horse. Absolutely. Jessica Lynn, I yeah. want to thank you very much. I hope you don't get terribly snowed in. You can always come here. Well, it's 80 you. degrees here. <laughs> thank you for joining Run us. Thank you for joining us on the Horse Talk <laughs> Show, and uh, we'll look forward to talking to you in the near future. All right, thank you. All right, you. Well, thank you. Take care. All right, bye-bye. That is the end of our show. I want to thank uh, all of our guests for coming in today. And uh, it's, it's been an incredible show. It's been inspiring. Uh, so many good stories and people we would love to have back on the show much more often. Uh, we've got a great, uh, a great week, actually several weeks coming up with so much going on between um, Live Oak International, March 7th to the 10th, um, the parade on March 7th. And then we have the Big Hits Grand Prix here on March 24th. So we have a lot of things coming up, very exciting in the horse world that we'll be bringing lots and lots of coverage um, from all of those events for you. Uh, whether you are in Ocala, Marion County or not, happy horsing around until the same time next week. The Larson Farms mission is simple, to be the leader in quality and value. Larson's owner and staff believe as long as they're committed to their strengths of attitude, integrity, dedication, quality and teamwork, they can accomplish anything. Larson Farms is committed to being your supplier of choice for Idaho's finest alfalfa, a complete line of mixed and grass hay, plus bag feed and shavings. This is Louisa Barton. I really hope you've enjoyed this edition of the Horse Talk Show podcast. Connect with us on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, and let me know what you thought.
Now please go out there and share the podcast. <laughs>